Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. What do you do when your fiancé gives you a gift that is kind of disturbing? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, my boyfriend, 25-year-old male, had dinner with his ex. So I was just hanging out with my boyfriend of three and a half years last night and asked what he did the previous night because I thought he had gone to visit his parents, but he didn't. I asked what he did and he started getting a bit uncomfortable and said he hung out with one of his friends, but it was obvious he was lying. I kept asking him questions and eventually he revealed that he had dinner with his ex. Apparently his ex, who also is in a long-term relationship, had reached out to him to catch up after over three years over dinner. I asked why she had reached out and he said she's been catching up with old friends and people from college. Also, not just any dinner, she suggested this fine dining $200 tasting menu restaurant. Just them two. What the freak? They each paid for their own meal. What bothers me is that they both had agreed that they would keep it between themselves because they knew that I and her boyfriend would be uncomfortable of the idea. For more context, her boyfriend and my boyfriend really don't like each other, so she was the one who suggested this whole hush-hush thing. If I had not caught my boyfriend in a lie, he probably would never have told me. My boyfriend hardly ever lies to me like that until now. My boyfriend proceeded to tell me that they just talked about their lives and he dropped her off at her parents' home afterwards. That's all. I trust that they didn't do anything together, but... I just find this whole situation incredibly suspicious, and it doesn't sit right with me at all. I've never went behind my boyfriend's back and had dinner with my ex. My boyfriend apologized and said he would never do it again. What should I do? Should I just let it go? We're about to go on a week-long vacation in two days. To be completely honest, I think the last thing personally that you should do is let it go. It's just a line of thinking and behavior that you can't excuse. This whole, well, us being together and having a night out is going to upset our partners, so let's just hide it from them. You know what would hurt a partner even more than having a night out with your ex would be? Finding out that you had that night out with your ex and then also intended to never tell them about it. I'm not going to say that anything did happen here or that there's any more feelings than what he described going on. But man, if I were in OP shoes, I would not be able to just overlook that. Even in a relationship of three and a half years, I think that could be relationship-breaking material. How do you go back to feeling like you can trust this person? Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy surprisingly difficult-to-answer relationship issues, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. Our next story is my 22-year-old female boyfriend, 27-year-old male, got in my face and threatened to throw something at me. Hi all, so this happened a few weeks ago when we went on holiday. To keep the story short, my boyfriend and I, been together two and a half years and we lived together, went on holiday a few weeks ago and on one of the nights we were both drinking and having a good time, we entered into a raffle competition and his number got called. They were only calling out three digits from a ten digit number and he had clearly missed them mentioning this, so when they called his number I said, go on it's for you. He got up but looked awkwardly at the ticket, then at the announcer, then at me and said, but they called out three numbers. I said, go on you d-head. Not in a nasty way at all, we call each other names as a joke a lot of the time and I laughed after I said it. When the announcer then called out a different number, 
He threw his ticket onto the floor and stormed off. I followed him and asked what's wrong and he said, don't call me a D-head, freak off. I apologized and said let's calm down and talk, but his face was dark. He was carrying his drink and when we reached our hotel room he threw it so that it exploded all over the floor. I told him to calm down and then he started pacing around the room telling me, don't call me a D-head you runt. I apologized again but told him he was taking it way too far and to just calm down. He then started hurling insults and hitting things off the side so I told him to go outside and leave me alone. He then picked up my Vaseline pot from the side and raised his hand with it as if to throw it at me, but when he saw my shocked expression, he immediately put it down. I then shouted, are you being freaking serious right now? He then stormed towards me and put his face right into mine so that he was squashing my nose with his, saying, call me a D-head now, runt. I felt intimidated and when I told him to get out of my face, he kept saying it over and over again. And in the heat of the moment, my hand flew out and I slapped him. He then went, you just slapped me, and stormed outside. He called his mom and told her that I'd slapped him, and when I told him to tell her what really happened, he said, she said I was getting in her face, but I was just standing there, and really minimizing the situation. He then calmed down when he came back in. I apologized and explained that him being in my face made me feel intimidated, and that I was sorry for slapping him. He wouldn't apologize until I said, why did you lie to your mom about what happened? And he said because he didn't get in my face. He eventually admitted that he did and that it was because he wanted me to win something and he was embarrassed. He apologized but as it was the start of the holiday, I dropped it. It's now bugging at me weeks later and when I told my friend she was in shock and told me to dump him. I don't know what to do. I spoke to him about it and he said, It happened weeks ago, it won't happen again, so just drop it. But keeps making jokes about how I slapped him. He's pushed me before, but never hit me. I need advice on what to do now. I'm worried that this will continue or escalate into further things like actual fights. So, is this like a drinking thing, or is this actually a behavioral thing? Either way, I understand if like he's overly embarrassed about it, he doesn't want to get into it too much. But talking about it and talking through these things and understanding where he was mentally would be the best way forward, and it's a shame that they're trying to deflect it and just forget about it. You would think in an ideal partnership situation, you would be able to say, listen, this was a major issue, sit down and talk through it. Maybe it was a one-off thing, but you'll never know if you don't talk about it. This next story is, I, 30-year-old male, am trying to divorce my wife, 33-year-old female, but she doesn't want to. Summary of the story, yesterday my wife confessed to me that she cheated on me almost a decade ago before our marriage began. She was approximately two months pregnant when she confessed me that, yesterday. I did not trust the paternity of the child for that. Of course, nor believing it was only the first time she cheated, and hours later that triggered an episode of stress that caused her to lose the baby. After that, my father-in-law picked her up and took her to his house from the hospital to rest there while I dealt with my own feelings in my department, which is at my name. I'll be honest, I want to get a divorce. Firstly, because I don't trust that this was the only time she cheated on me. And secondly, because now I don't know if all her love for me was really love or just a feeling of guilt for freaking another man. The fact is that both she and I are people who are in good physical shape, We have a good job position and separate finances. If we both get divorced, we can start from zero without problems. 
The problem is that she is determined to continue with the relationship. During all the days she's been writing to me to go see her and talk about it. I'm in my work. But the truth is that I don't want to see her. I've controlled myself a lot all this time and I try to convince her that divorce is the best solution and that even it's something that benefits her more than me because she doesn't want to listen to me. I just want a clean divorce because having separate finances, no children and no property in both names is practically signing a couple of papers and that's it. The problem is that she doesn't want to and I don't know how else to try to convince her. In our country, an agreement of divorce takes less than a month if both parties are interested in finishing the marriage. I want to avoid a civil process because of the cost, both economic and emotionally. I love her, but I don't trust in her anymore, and I don't want to trust in her anymore. What can I do? How can I convince her? In a situation like this, I can't fault OP for the way they feel. Finding out something like that happened all that time ago and just been something that's been covered up all these years is devastating. I think it's more than understandable that something like this would lead to you not wanting to be in a relationship with somebody like that anymore. Your whole foundation of trust and what's real over all the time you've been together is immediately in question in your mind. I think either push forward with it and probably have to go civil, or maybe just give it a little bit of time, continue to tell her that this is the best thing and hope that at some point they finally just agree to the dissolvement. Our next story is, my boyfriend, 24 year old male, didn't get me, 23 year old female, anything for my birthday. However, he spends a lot of money on gifts for his friends and himself. Me and my boyfriend have been in a long distance relationship for about a year. He came to visit me the exact day of my birthday and he'll be staying with me for a week or so until he has to go back. On my birthday, I went out for some drinks with him and my close friends, which surprised me with my favorite sweets with candles on top and presents. He hadn't gotten me anything. It's been two days since then and still nothing. I don't want to seem materialistic or ungrateful in any way, and if I knew it was a money issue and that he was struggling, I wouldn't even mention it, but that's not it. Since he has a really well-paying job. The thing is, last time he was here, he bought a Swarovski necklace for his best friend's sister's birthday. A few days ago, he talked about how many gifts he bought to surprise his friend with at his graduation day. And he always buys really expensive stuff for himself, or goes out to really expensive places. I've never even stepped foot in the shops and brands he shops at, and I can't even imagine spending that much money on a shoe, a phone, or a Pokemon figurine, for example, like he does. But for me, not even, I don't know, a keychain or something for my birthday? I'm not the type of person that cares about how much money someone spends on a gift. On the contrary, I would much rather get something that costs $3 but has some thought put behind it than an expensive impersonal gift. Plus, I did get him a gift on his birthday, even though I do struggle. I feel a little uncomfortable bringing it up, but I feel like I have to because it did upset me. Plus, I'm not good at hiding my emotions and he could tell I was feeling a bit down the last couple of days. But I was like, it's nothing, I'm just tired. Because I wanted to wait in case he had something planned but nothing so far. Now that I think about it, he's never even given me a gift. He didn't get me anything for Valentine's Day or my birthday last year either, but I didn't mind because we had just met. I don't know if they just like for some reason assumed it was okay because he didn't make a big deal of it in the past, 
But personally, if I were in OP's situation, I know I would be feeling particularly slighted as well. I definitely think it's worth bringing up. I would definitely question the way you bring it up though. Even though it very much seems like they chose to ignore you, bringing it up in a hostile way probably isn't the best way to go about it. If you just want it to be something that's worked on and improved on and known, versus some big schism that is going to potentially mess the relationship up, I would say definitely bring it up, but bring it up in a constructive way. Telling them, hey, it's kind of bothered me that whenever things come around for me, my birthday, Valentine's Day, it seems like you're never getting me anything, but you get all these nice things for your friends. I'm feeling a bit left out and I would appreciate gifts and feeling celebrated. Why is that? Our next story is, my girlfriend asked me if I think her childhood friend slash roommate is pretty. What should I say? I have no idea how to navigate this, so hopefully I can get some advice. I'm 24 year old male, I've been dating my girlfriend, let's call her Anna, 22 year old female, for a month. We don't live together, but she usually comes over and spends the night with me on weekends. We have a good relationship, although it's still early. Anna lives with her friend, let's call her Betty, also 22-year-old female. They've known each other since elementary school, went to different colleges, reconnected afterwards, ended up living in the same city, and decided to become roommates. Betty seems nice, but I don't know her too well. We've just talked for a few minutes here and there, and the three of us have gone out for dinner or drinks with a larger group of about 8 people twice. Anyway, earlier today, Anna texted me and told me that Betty is trying to get into modeling. I said, that's cool. And then Anna told me, I don't know if she'll make it. It's a really competitive industry. And I replied, yeah, probably. She'll have to work hard. Then Anna replies, do you think she's pretty? This message came about 30 minutes ago and I haven't answered yet. I feel like it's some sort of trap. It would be rude to say no, obviously, but if I say yes, then it might make her feel insecure. Any advice on how to navigate this? So, I think it definitely depends on your partner and what kind of relationship you're in. I've heard of plenty of relationships where they're very secure and both partners say, yeah, that person's attractive, or yeah, that person's hot. And then there's a boatload of other situations where if you said that person is attractive, the relationship might just be over. I will say though, OP having replied and then all of a sudden taking 30 minutes to answer this question, if they're worried that they might be insecure, this is a really bad situation already because for them to hang up on that question kind of makes them look guilty of something. Obviously, I would prefer to be in the kind of relationship where you can just be honest. I think it's just better than being in a situation where you have to play the white lie or deflect game and have your radar up for when situations like these come along. It's kind of akin to when somebody says, hey, do these shoes look good? Are you going to deflect and say, well, if they fit well on you and you like them, that's all that matters. Our next story is, I, 32-year-old female, should divorce my wife, 36-year-old female? My wife and I have been married for four years. We're both women, lesbians. I had never been married, but she had previously been married once. Her ex-husband said she just stopped being romantic and never wanted to hook up the second they got married, but maybe she's a lesbian and she said he was abusive to her, so I didn't take it as a red flag. I should have. We took the Gottman Love Lab course before getting married and had a super healthy relationship when we dated. I thought because she gave me around 2,000% literally of what I wanted in a relationship, How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, 
people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that after finishing a small questionnaire will match you with a licensed therapist where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. Beats, companionship, sex life, laughter, dreams together, etc. That even after the honeymoon phase, we'd have a great relationship. Well, we got married and the second our honeymoon ended, she changed. She stopped taking me on dates. She stopped complimenting me at all. She stopped hooking up, maybe once every two months if I got mad about it and no foreplay would just offer to give me whatever act the next day, she shut down all compliments or flirts. If I asked how our relationship was, she'd act like I was being really weird and say everything's great and she loves our life together, and I'm a great wife. She stopped writing love letters, which she used to do prolifically. She stopped kissing me. She stopped texting me. She stopped taking me on dates and going on dates together and blamed COVID. Even though I begged her to take our permanent Thursday date nights together seriously and just have a date at home. With DoorDash and talking or board games or whatever, just anything. It's awful. I never stopped showing love, using every love language I have. For years, I kept hoping it would get better and maybe this is really a slump because COVID or whatever. She doesn't know about my life. She would rather fub me, snub me during dinner or whatever to be on her phone. She doesn't tell me about her life, but regularly texts her friends or makes Facebook posts about her life. I wouldn't care if she had friends or Facebook, but I've come to resent that she's so great with her friends slash job slash kid and not with me anymore. She doesn't build life dreams together. When I ask her about stuff, she tells me she already did that with her ex-husband or doesn't want to or whatever. 
trips, hooking up, dates, ideas about the house, moving to a nicer house, etc. Even hypotheticals like, what if we lived in Portland? Or just fun, open-ended questions. She doesn't ask me things. She's no longer curious about me. She doesn't accept my influence. She will stop doing things she's promised me to do. We don't have relationship rituals like always kissing goodbye or having Thursday be our date night like we did when we dated. We've had fights that she doesn't show love anymore. Kiss me, tell me she loves me, compliments me ever. I asked her if she didn't love me anymore and she got offended. She told mom last year that the last three years have been the worst years of my life. I cried because that was the first three years of our marriage. We had a fight about that, but she won't tell me why. She blamed it on COVID or whatever. She told me that everything's fine and would be just fine if I acted like it was. She told me nothing's wrong. She's told me I can do that to my requests for love and then done them once or twice and stopped. I've had lots of other girlfriends and three that were very serious, so I know I'm not needy or something. I'm just sick of being married at someone. I'm sick of acting married towards someone that never reciprocates it. It's crazy making because she was so incredibly romantic and wanted to know every little thing about me when we were dating and always had loved notes and gifts for me. I tried to vet her pretty hard before marrying her and lived with her beforehand. She stayed romantic. I asked her what Gottman relationship style, that class we took, she wanted, how often she'd want hooking up after the honeymoon phase, what she wanted from our marriage, her love languages, etc. It all feels it was a big lie. I feel like I was tricked into marrying her or something. Now I'm trying to discern. Recently we had a big blow up fight and I told her she dragged me kicking and screaming this whole way to this and I'm considering divorce. I'm left here discerning if I should leave her. I told her I can't accept that all of our fights about me not feeling loved when I just want to go on a date most Thursdays and be kissed and told I love you. She hasn't done anything she'd said she'd do. She doesn't even process things unless I get mad at her. It's a total personality flip from dating. We would talk non-stop. She did admit that she is mentally ill and feels better being really distant from the person closest to her. So why did she lie about this when we were dating and why did she marry me? She's tried to blame it on her depression. So I asked her why doesn't she take all these fights over the years seriously and think, hmm, maybe my depression isn't well managed instead of gaslighting me that everything's great and I'm the one with the problem. I've had probably a hundred fights with her about this over the years saying this is a come to Jesus fight or I can't have you not loving me, me not feeling loved, be the gridlocked issue of our marriage. It's too much to write down, but I hope you get the gist. I'm besides myself because I really loved, loved her, and I keep thinking if she could just give me 10% of what she did while we were dating, I'd be so happy. And why can't she? It hurts so much. And I keep staying because it's not like she ever abused me or cheated on me or whatever. I can even deal with not having sex, but I can't deal with not being loved. I want to hear I love you and get a kiss every day. I want to go on a date night one night on most weeks. Even a date at home, just some quality time together. After our last big blow up, I'm all out of steam. It's like I've given up. It'll never get better and I don't trust her anymore. What do you think I should do? Whatever the true root issue here is, whether it's they have some kind of issue with their own honeymoon phase where once it gets past the actual honeymoon, 
they just turn off or they get too comfortable in that situation and just change. I don't know what it is, but clearly it's not working. Either maybe try a couple's therapy if you can convince them to even try it, or yeah, do what OP's honestly threatening to do. It just sounds to me like the marriage isn't actually really there. You're kind of roommating it at this point. This next story is, I, 29-year-old female, feel a lot of resentment towards my sister, 25-year-old female, when we chose different paths in life. I'm currently 34 weeks pregnant with my first child. And I know this is very irrational, but I can't seem to move past this and would appreciate some advice. Growing up, my sister always had it easier. I guess as most younger siblings do. My parents were up my butt about school, about drinking in college and what slash who I was with. I had constantly to beg to go out or to stay over at my friends places etc. My sister comes and goes as she pleases and comes home wasted and they don't bat an eye. When I got my first full-time job at 21, they were hinting of me paying rent and made me pay for my car and bills and whatnot, and I moved out with my boyfriend at 21 to our own place, which I'm very proud of. My sister still lives at home as she's in law school with no plans to move out until she settles down with someone, and she's very much single right now. My parents pay for everything for her. Her $400 a month car she needs to get around. Weekends, they have great dinners with wine. They redid her closet. My mom still buys her sheets and whatnot for her room. I can't help but feel resentment. She's getting continuous gifts. My sister got COVID money when she was unemployed, and my wedding happened to be that year as well. She bought herself an expensive handbag and shoes and trips and whatnot, yet gave me no money for my wedding and basically signed her name along with my parents' contribution. She got me a bag from Amazon for my bridal shower. I just know when the time comes for her wedding, no matter what the circumstances, these things would never fly if I did that to her, because I'm not living at home. I would be expected to give her at least a thousand dollar wedding gift along with a bridal shower gift and whatnot. She's graduating law school next year and is already hinting at me giving her money for a gift. I feel like it's not entirely fair. And yet, that's the expectation. How do I stop being resentful? Am I right to feel this way? And if not, how do I move on? I definitely don't blame OP for feeling resentful in this situation. It definitely seems like whether or not there is favoritism going on, there's just a much better situation in general. And yeah, it seems like they much rather would take than give. And yeah, it's unfair for them to hardly give you much of anything and then turn around and expect you to go above and beyond. I would say moving on honestly just means lowering contact to what you feel is an acceptable minimum. You don't have to stop talking to them, but that doesn't mean that you have to let them be weighing down on your mind so much. Our next story is, what can I, female 25, do to help save my relationship with Jay, male 24? I'm never in the mood anymore, and it's constantly brought up. When we first started dating about 4 years ago, my female 25, boyfriend John, male 24, it was temporarily long distance while he finished college out of state. Basically the entire first year we were intimate, frequently during the summer when he was home, and then as much as we could when I went to visit at his school. When he came over after college, the frequency faded out quickly. I also started new meds for anxiety and depression at this time, so that also was a huge and known possible cause, along with stress. He also introduced some new concepts, 
into the bedroom and I was a little uncomfortable but also trying to be okay with it. This went on for a bit but I finally let him know that there's certain things I really don't like or feel comfortable with and he stopped asking about it for a little bit. Since then I've been nervous that he'll ask for it because he has a habit of getting carried away and basically begging me to let him. Most of the time I say no. He will ask frequently to hook up as I'm not in the mood at all pretty much still except at home some weird rare occasions. But I lose interest as soon as he starts seeming desperate or pushy about it. I tell him that it's bothering me and he says he's sorry but he can't help himself when I'm so blah blah blah. I'll be having the worst day of my life and he'll still try and freak. Now I'm at a point in my life where I miss our sex life. I just don't know how to feel comfortable and not pressured and not expecting him to want it from me when I'm exhausted. I miss how we used to be. I love the man and want to have what we used to back and I'm not sure what to say, how to go about this, and what needs to be done. So in this situation, I think, honestly, a couples therapy would be a good thing. I just don't think it's a very common thing. A lot of people probably react negatively to the idea. You know, a lot of people would probably be like, well, I don't need that. We can figure out our issues together. But I really do think that in this relationship, a couple's therapy would be the prime place to figure this out. Because it feels like there's these issues that even with talking, aren't necessarily going to fix that worry that OP's having, being nervous that they'll ask for something, being afraid that they'll have an exhausting day or mentally be tired and get propositioned and begged to do something. Having that third party to discuss and help navigate through things would probably be really good here. Our next story is, my boyfriend and his friends keep accusing me, 22 year old female, of using him for sex. Does it seem like I'm using him and am I an addict just because I have a high sex drive? Hi everyone, I'm using a throwaway because I'm scared one of them will look at the posts on my main account. As the title says, my boyfriend and especially his friends keep accusing me of using him for sex. They also call me an addict. I personally feel like this is so far from the truth and it's extremely hurtful whenever they say these things about me. I've been dating my boyfriend for three years now. I have to admit that I have a high sex drive. At the beginning of the relationship, our drives matched perfectly but now mine's a little higher than his. It does not interfere with my daily life, and it's also pretty reactive. So if I don't see him for weeks, I won't have any desires until I see him again. I don't watch anything or do anything to myself at all on my own because I simply don't like it. I really only want to do anything like that when I'm physically around him. To me, this also feels sexist because if I were a man, I don't think anyone would question the fact that I want to have sex every day or every other day when I'm around him. On top of this, I've done a lot for him for the past three years. So it hurts that people are saying that I'm using him. I was with him through poverty, supported him through domestic violence, and even attended court with him. His stepfather was physically abusive for years, and have also helped him plan to switch careers and take prerequisites for nursing school. I also helped plan financial goals for him because he struggles with that. I plan nearly all of our dates too. We go on dates at least once a week, and they don't always end with hooking up. I'm trying to keep this brief, but... I've basically invested so much effort into helping him for years because I truly love him. So for others to reduce everything to just sex is like a slap in the face. Before anyone asks if he does anything for the relationship, he's also helped me immensely, especially with my mental health. 
I would definitely not be where I am today without him, and I am extremely grateful that he's been here with me for the past three years. I just wish that he would stop calling me a sex addict just because I enjoy it, and I wish his friends would stop saying that I use him because I really truly don't. I've discussed a future with him and want to get married. I'm close with his family and they consider me a part of their family too. I wouldn't bother with any of that if I was using him. I googled characteristics of sex addict and someone who uses others for it, and I don't even feel any of it fits me. I don't understand why they're saying these things about me. Honestly, I feel like the friends are coming from an ill-informed perspective. Because obviously, when the boyfriend is going to talk to their friends about these things, they're probably venting, they're probably only mostly talking about negative things, or things that they don't like. So of course their friends are going to latch onto that and say, oh this person sounds horrendous. Because realistically, how many times are they going to say something positive that overrides all the negatives they seem to be venting about? I think it's very normal to be a person with a high drive, and I really question his idea of using them for it. If they fundamentally disagree on this, I mean, what can you do to save this? And to be honest, it sounds to me like this guy's oversharing anyways. It hurts and it sucks, but maybe this is a time to take it as a sign that you're just not compatible people. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely tricky relationship question, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That's it, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.